Hello and welcome to the 1 106 of a second photography podcast. At the time of recording, I have put out a model casting because I'm thinking of going back and doing a little bit more shooting. And it's going to be a mixture of photography and videography because I've got some videography projects that I want to get some stuff done for and I've got some photography ideas I want to do. And I sort of feel that in the current weather in the UK, I can do it outside without worry and I don't have to be really close to people so I'm happy to do that. I've advertised the shoot as socially distant shoots and I was going to use natural light, I'm not going to use flash so I don't really need to get close to people. I can just rock up, do my thing and go and I'm going to be using fairly telephoto lenses with this anyway. Now weirdly in the UK it's actually nicer weather than it was in the summer. In the summer in the UK, again, I blame global warming. This is the results of global warming. It was just so prone to rain all the time. It was such a wet summer. And even if it was a hot day, you couldn't rely on it to do anything because you sort of had this inkling it was going to rain and most of the time it came true. So today in September, I've been doing jobs outside in the house and maintenance jobs I would normally do in the summer when I think it's not going to rain. And I've got a solar panel and I've been using that loads this week just to charge things up outside because I know it's not going to rain. Fantastic. Anyway, I've really gone off topic there and I do apologise. Basically, weather's all over the place, but it's good at the moment in the UK. So I've had an awful lot of interest. I always get quite a lot of interest when I put a casting out. I put my castings out on Purpleport. I think it's a really good service. And when I want models to do things or not to do things. When I want to book a model, I always use Purple Port. That's by far the best one going. I've used other ones, they're not as good. Purple Port, I'll always sing its praises. I think it's really good. And, you know, I'll always use it. I'm not looking for castings for me to do on Purple Port, but I am. I did have put a few out and I've got a big response and I always seem to. Now, it struck me People message you and say, oh, I'd like to do your casting. And it struck me that I do things a certain way. So I'll read the message that is sent in response to my casting. I'll look at someone's profile. And I'm not sure that models realise what I look for. Maybe models don't care what I look for. But the first thing I do, the models could have hundreds of photos. The first thing I do is scroll down to the references. I want to know that this is someone who's going to turn up. Because if I'm going to go to the bother of charging all my gear or the batteries for all my gear, packing it, thinking about it, planning it, planning what to do, going somewhere to do an outdoor shoot, I want them to turn up because if they don't turn up, and that's happened many times before, if they don't turn up, then, well, what can I do? I can't go off doing street photography. I've brought all this gear. It's a wasted expense. It's a waste of my time. And it's thoroughly frustrating. Equally, it's no good if I'm just sat around for three hours while they eventually turn up again, which I, they have turned up late. Um, three hours, I've gone home by then, I think. Um, but yeah, it, I just don't want that hassle. So the first thing I do is look at references. Now, from references, really, you can tell because Purple Port has something called um, no-shows and sort of not turn up so someone can leave a reference that this person didn't turn up and that's great and I've not booked people because they've had those if someone has 200 positive references and one no-show 
I think they're fine, you know, but if they have four references and one is a no-show, no, you know, I'm not going to waste my time with that. So the first thing I do is I look at references and I also look at where someone is based and I do those before I even look at any of the pictures. So references first, do I have confidence that they're going to turn up, do I have confidence they're going to be a model and then where they're coming from? Actually, what I want to do at the moment is local shoots. I don't want someone traveling 100 miles because there's I basically don't want to pay the travel cost and it's not just the travel cost it means someone may be late it means they might they might not be as prepared as if they just lived down the road so I'm actually not interested in people who are traveling a long way I'm interested in local because the other thing is we might want to shoot again and also when someone's got far to travel they've got far to travel back they have to go at a certain time and that works both ways. It means if they're local, they can stay longer than anticipated if, if we're doing quite well. We just want to finish something off. But also, sometimes I only want to shoot for an hour or two. I can get everything done sometimes in an hour. If someone's driven four hours to get there for an hour shoot and then four hours back, they're actually not going to be very happy with me. And I don't see the point making the shoot longer just to sort of avoid that unhappiness. I'm not going to do that. So references, location, and then... I look at images and then I look at other things. So, and other things sounds a bit ominous, but just the look, the sort of range of photos they've got, who who else they've worked with, things like that. But I would imagine most models don't realise that that's how I look at a potential candidate. Another thing I look at is how quickly someone will respond to messages. So, Again, it comes back to that issue of reliability. If someone takes a week to get back to you, they're not filling me with confidence they're going to turn up on time. I had someone who was looking quite good for a shoot. They had one reference, so they could be brilliant or they could be terrible. It's too early to tell. But then they just didn't bother responding to messages quick enough. So I'd ask them a question. I had no response. As far as I was concerned, that said it all, really. So those are what I look for when casting models. That's for paid and for TFP non-paid, where we just trade photos. And I wonder, do other photographers look at that? Or for other photographers, is it the look of the model, the height of the model, the clothes the model has, how good they are at makeup? And, they're, and if they're really good, they're willing to overlook everything else. Is it the experience they look for? I don't know. But do let me know when you do portrait shoots with models, paid or unpaid, what is it you look for and what is it that makes you decide to cast that person? Do let me know. Thank you. Goodbye.